0: Is up mm-hmm. uh before we were talking uh on the mics here me and Kel were talking about his shoulder surgery here
1: talking about the shoulder uh i mean right one's definitely a little slower uh, i know we kind of talked about that a, a little bit in the other one um hopefully monday we get the sling off though hopefully this comes you're not hopeful, i'm not thinking it's gonna happen most likely i think we're gonna probably have to go to like five weeks maybe maybe six weeks uh it's it's just a little slow. Uh, she's taking a little bit longer to recover. Because say. the
0: surgeries are pretty much identical.
1: They that. are. right? He said they're pretty much like if you were to put them side by side. They're pretty identical. Um, <laughs> but I want to say because it was my dominant side, I probably do things that like I don't necessarily think I'm doing. Or like maybe it's like a reaction and I go to reach for it with my mm-hmm. right hand and I don't really think about mm-hmm. it. Um, and I think that's kind of slowed the process a little bit. Uh, but I mean... It's not the worst thing. could be Could be worse, so I'm not too bad about
0: it. I mean, you were pretty mobile overhead. Okay, got, I would, that I would say that would be reverse. like my that, best, yes. like mobility
1: wise. My shoulders were probably like the best area.
0: That was your best, accurate. or even in, in the gym, Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm saying like in CrossFit, like your overhead position was so good that like handstand pushups or anything barbell overhead was a strong point for you. But did you feel like your right side was? any way tired your left side before uh, so, like before you got hurt on the shoulders
1: i would say like maybe my left side was a little bit i would i would say maybe looser okay. um, a little bit looser like if i were to go do like overhead cat or something on the wall yeah. or on a box or something i could definitely kind of like push that left side a little bit more than right side um but i wouldn't say it was like a, a drastic
0: difference that's probably why your right side's to a degree, taking longer to recover. And so now that you really, kind of say that, the range of motion just wasn't quite there as before. The left side, you know, in general. Uh, you know I'm
1: now that you say that, I do remember my PT saying, like on my first side, he was like, "So how mobile were you, in, like uh, beforehand?" And I kind of told him that it was like probably one of my better, better places. And so he kind of said that that would pretty much boost my recovery. Yeah. Um, so I'd imagine the tighter it would be the, the longer the recovery. Yeah, that's probably why now you, you this say recovery, that, time that makes a out. lot of sense. Yeah, that's
0: probably why you feel like your right side is taking long to recover. It just, it's just, just because so naturally I was already pre-tighter before surgery. So mm-hmm. I guess that's a word to say. Uh, and so the recovery time feels like it's taking longer on this side, but you're already naturally tighter on, on that, that side. side. Left no,
1: left that right. makes sense. That definitely makes sense now that you say that. Um, but it's definitely one of those deals where the pain's not necessarily worse. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just it's so tight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just so tight up there, man. Um, and so I think that's just the problem. I think like maybe around like Eight weeks or so to probably start to loosen up, um, but I do remember like getting out of the sling. Like the recovery just went crazy faster. Um, it was so much faster once I got out the sling. Um, so hopefully that'll happen for that side yeah. too.
0: I'm sure you. It's hell not having your own, uh, or not having to have to be a chauffeur or not or having to get chauffeur. And that far too far. is like
1: the bad. The good thing with my left side is like okay, I still have one good side that I could kind of drive with. Um, and then when I got my right one done, my left one still can't like fully turn over that's the only hand i could drive and then i would always i tried the other day i sat in my truck to try to like go from park to neutral to drive to reverse i literally have to do a full 360 to Can't get over that. there it's impossible yeah. um and so that's the only bad thing i think if i were just have one side i could drive but at the moment i don't think i could drive so you have to like brush
0: your teeth with your left hand and stuff
1: okay crazy stuff right now i am pretty sure i'm better at brushing my teeth with my left hand than MRI my right hand have you ever
0: brushed your teeth with your left hand before yes
1: Never. I thought the first week it was impossible, and now it is almost like I don't know if I'll go back to the right side. Really? I don't think I will. I think I will brush my teeth with my left hand.
0: What about eating?
1: Oh no, no shot, no shot. That is almost. You just eating like bare hands? I'm like a with caveman, caveman right now. But caveman It is like full grip, just like scooping <laughs> into my mouth type of deal. Uh, the right side, I mean, I was pretty good like etiquette wise, but the left side is just caveman, just getting it in my mouth, pretty much at that point
0: because I had a shoulder surgery in high school, but it was on my right side. Mm-hmm. And you, some people may or not know this. And so it's weird. I do athletic things right-handed. But right. I do, like... like you right with your left, right? So I, but I write with my left. I eat my left. I brush my teeth left-handed. Really? So anything that doesn't require full body movement, mm-hmm. I'm left-handed. Now, I am left-footed when it comes to rope climbs. You use your
1: left foot on rope climbs?
0: So if you are watching me when I teach somebody, I have a hard time, to a degree, teaching body somebody rope climbs because... Like I mean, use their right foot my foot. left foot is on top. Most people, with the right foot's on top. So you clamp left on top of your right. So the rope is on towards my left shoulder. Okay,
1: that is a little different. That's a little. But different. that's a full body. That's movement. the way you do it. Yeah. But there's not many
0: full body <laughs> movements I do left handed, but there are. Couple, like rope climbs. I can bowl somewhat left handed. Bowl. Bowl. Okay. Like bowling. Like bowling. Like bowling. Okay. Like petrol bowl. Petro bowl. Okay. I throw washers left handed. Do you really? I throw washers left-handed. Okay. Which is weird. Because that throw, like, throw a like baseball? Hand later, with your right hand. But I throw washers left handed. See, I would imagine that would be the same. You would think. think but from so. I don't know, naturally, it feels better in my left
1: Like in school, like that's just like you never learned like, like that's just how you grew up and that's just how everything happened for you. Well, or is that so, kind of something you like transitioned into? What do you mean? Like did you always were you always like left handed and right handed at some things or did you yes. like make that switch like So like, like for instance or? like my, my
0: dad was like he's he swings left handed. Okay. So does my brother. My brother swings left handed but he throws right handed. Okay. And See. I remember my grandfather telling me naturally he was left handed, but back in the day that was considered like a disability to write left handed. So you were forced to write right handed. Okay. In grade school. And so he remembers naturally wanting to write with his left hand, but they didn't allow him to do that, so he wrote right-handed. So there is some left-handed genes on, like, on my father's side of the family, but I don't, I don't really do a whole lot of things athletically right-handed. Like in baseball, I threw right-handed and swung right-handed. How do you throw a football? Right-handed. Okay. But I do smaller things like writing, eating, brushing teeth, left-handed. it doesn't require a lot of full-body movement, but I said there are a couple like gray areas? Like gray areas that I do left handed that require more athletic movements. Okay. Which is kind of weird. That's kind of cool
1: though. That's kind of
0: cool. But I didn't have any issues, like you said, like brushing teeth stuff like that when I have a short <laughs> surgery because I'm left handed. But mm-hmm. I have a right. But I was on my short surgery is my right arm, my throwing arm. Okay. I can't, like, there's no way I can throw right Right hand. Or left hand. I can't throw left hand. There's no way I have can you ever swing. tried to throw football with your left hand. It's completely it's, totally it's, terrible.
1: It's, it's terrible. It, 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 is, it is a. I just
0: know from experience that it is a rough time. You look like the most unathletic. Well, you person. can kind of somewhat throw like a baseball left handed degree for someone athletic, mm-hmm. but throwing a football is completely different. Yes. Have you ever seen the pitcher who can do right hand and left hand? What do you mean? I think it's. Oh, wait, bottom. I
1: saw that. It was like a. Uh, he was probably in like the minors or yes. something. No, in the major leagues. Yeah, it's the minor definitely. leagues.
0: But depending on <clears> when the batter would come into the box, he would, he decide would switch his gloves. He had like Yeah, his amb- yeah he yeah. would literally switch his glove. And decide which arm he was going to pitch with. See, that's impressive to
1: me. And like, if, and he was throwing at pretty much the same speed with both. No, meters. it didn't look any different. Like, it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool because if see. he had
0: switch hitters, and they would literally switch, switch, switch to him the box depending <laughs> <to laughs> on which one he was. That'd be a cool
1: battle, like have like a switch hitter and him as pitching. Yeah, yeah, so it's cool kind of weird,
0: um, but pretty cool. But it's like the only person I've ever seen seen do that. Do that. But that's pretty neat, though. Yeah. So uh a few topics kind of on the agenda. Um we got the Open coming up at the end of February. Do we have the Open coming up? That's coming up pretty quick. So we're going to change it up a little bit this year. We're going to talk about that down the road. Kind of exciting um, We'll talk about these Thursday workouts Yeah. that you guys have been having. These impossible Thursdays. The impossible <laughs> Thursday workouts. We're going to talk about how to do a better job of maybe attacking these workouts to better suit you and your abilities slash needs, mm-hmm. I guess, so to speak. Kind of like what you want to get out yeah. of that. But before we kind of go into those topics... Um, I guess this is a little bit more on my shoulders to kind of talk about more than anything, is obviously this past week, you guys should have received an email from the GM obviously stating that, you know, we're gonna do a price increase starting in February. And I thought it was only right, you know, for us to maybe go a little bit more in depth other than just the email to explain honestly as to why. Um, Because, you know, if I don't explain the why to degree, some people can form their own opinions and things about it. And I just want to kind of set the record straight with you guys. and be up front and, and explain as to why, you know, why we're doing that. And so 2017 was technically the last time we've done any type of price, price, increase. price increase on the way of, you know, new incoming memberships. But in 2019, so the way we had did things previously up to that point in time, whatever price you signed up with, whether that be in 2011, 2014, 2016, is what the price you were at all the way until 2019, right? So grandfathered into that price. In 2019, we decided to, it was only fair that everybody go to the same price across the board. So if you signed up between 2017 and 2019, your price technically didn't increase in 2019. Everybody previously up that point for 2017, 2019... really changed. ...was brought up to that price, right? So, technically, we haven't done a price increase since 2017. And, you know, one misconception that, you know, some people can kind of take from this is that we're doing a price increase, so, you know, I can take home more money in my pocket or whatever it may be, and that's the furthest thing from the truth since... You know, the inception of the gym, year after year, obviously, prices increase across the board for the gym. You know, from services that we we include for you guys, products that we buy for the gym, property tax, state tax, federal tax, everything, electricity bills, you name it, have gone up year after year after year, right? And just as a business standpoint, to survive that, you can only absorb the cost for so long. You know for eventually you know for the business to keep operating in the way that you guys expect it to operate and that you come to know and love and things like that is that we have to eventually you know pass that cost down to the consumer to keep the business running because the business that keeps absorbing costs a business that eventually goes out of business. And so that is something that we don't necessarily want to do as more that we have to do. You know it wasn't something that you know, me and Kaylee sat down on a random Sunday and said, "I'm to shoot the email out that next day." It's something that we had contemplated for weeks and weeks and weeks. Not something that we really wanted to do, like I said, but something we have to. And it's not something that I, that I want to do for you guys for, by any means, but for us to, you know, keep us the cost year after year, we can only do that for so long. For eventually, we can't. We have to. Can't that yeah, anymore. because I mean, just like you guys know, I mean, everything is going especially in the past year or so. I mean, grocery bills are up. The electricity bills are up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> up. Everything is up. And that's the same thing that's applied to the business is that, you know, everything that we consume as a business has also gone from the process. Insurance has gone up since hurricanes and things like that as well. And so just know for us that it's not something that we're doing because we just want to do it. with some to a degree that's something we have, have to, do, to do, right? And, and also, I mean, to a degree, I also can justify that over these past years that the product just keeps improving, you know, with facility improvements and programming improvements and you know providing you guys extracurricular things to do to make the product that much better. in you know in, in our opinion as a coaching staff, I mean, it's definitely a valuable resource and price at a proper price at a proper sell point to give you guys a proper product to say we are providing you a product as well that is worth that amount of money.
1: Definitely. I definitely think the product has gotten better since 2017 to now.
0: 100%, 100%. 100. I mean, I think year after year we we keep you know that's I talked a little bit last podcast is it's something that's always on my mind is how can we improve this or even you know suddenly move this in the right how direction one percent to make it better exactly for you know each individual person and like it's hard for me to turn my brain off when it comes to those things so it's not something that I take lightly now, I'm always trying to improve the product on a year to year standpoint right you're either growing as a business or you're dying as a business, there is no stagnant, there is no stagnant piece. And so just know that it wasn't something that we wanted to do. And it's not something that, you know, all of a sudden now I'm taking home more money in my pocket as well. It's it's something that as a business that we can only sustain for so long before eventually we have to upper prices to keep up with the growing cost of everything for the business as well. Because they're, you know, they're only options. There's some things that are obviously set things. And then the only option that we had was either A, cut things away from the gym which would make the service less valuable mm-hmm. or B, you know, take away, you know, staff hours and jobs, things like that. That's not something I want to do either. Mm-hmm. honestly you know, you know, this is how I provide for my family and this is also how you provide for your life and your living as well. And, you know, I don't want to go down that road where the business is taking so much of the cost that I'm having to do those things in the future. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so hopefully that clears some things up and um you know, we obviously look forward to keep improving the product with you guys in the future. And you know, for you guys that are understanding, we really, really appreciate it. And uh thanks for always sticking with us. You know, that I can't I can always thank you guys from the bottom of my heart to always be with us and trust in us and, and you guys make this job hundred percent more enjoyable than any job out there. You allow me to live my dream on a day-to-day basis. So I really do appreciate Community it. Community is everything. Community is everything, man. Yeah. And so uh so kind of moving on to the next topic is you know, talking about these Thursday workouts. And so, uh, this would be a fun. So, so how how's uh, <laughs> how's your experience been so far with these
1: Thursdays? Um, I personally think they're a great tool, um, or a great workout. Um, I do think that people have like a, a misconception of like how to scale this workout. Um, I don't know if people know the difference from a recovery workout and maybe like a full-blown like hey we're getting after it mm-hmm. um and so i think that's gonna be a fun thing to kind of talk about right now to kind of like maybe i guess unblur those lines yeah. you know uh but i think right now i think if people need to either walk in on thursday and say okay like i'm maybe you missed monday maybe you missed tuesday and you want to maybe make up for that mm-hmm. i think thursday is a great day to do that um i also think that Maybe you came Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and you're kind of repped. I think you can come in here and you can maybe bring that color down a little bit. Okay, so maybe if you're somebody that does the black color, maybe brown color every day, day in, day out, um, maybe bump that color down maybe one to two notches and just kind of move a little bit. Um, they're kind of meant to stay around like that 70, 75% output. Uh, we're never really trying to push you past that kind of like red line zone. You know, you should be pretty comfortable throughout that whole workout. Um, that's kind of like my put on that. Right.
0: Yeah, so I think a lot of people. So first off, it's kind of like what you want out of the workout, like you said. Yeah. Where if maybe you miss earlier in the week and you're getting a, wanting to get a more of intense workout, you could definitely make those workouts extremely oh, intense. Absolutely. But at the same time, if you're looking for Thursdays to be more of a back off piece to a degree for yourself, where you're like, I'm looking to kind of break a sweat and and get breathy, but I don't want to be laying on the floor afterwards. You can structure it that way as well. But I think a lot of people see these pieces because there's low complexity, right? It's mm-hmm. you know, running, rowing, biking. This coming week we'll have some double arts a little bit more yeah. complex, but overall we're not doing like snatching and bar muscles like things it. like that. Very right? complex. Yeah, they're very low complex movements. And so a lot of people see those movements and they're like, okay, well I can I can do those movements, right? I can I can bike, I can run, I can run okay. I should be able to do this workout the way it's written on the board. And that's those the way we're structuring these Thursdays is that these time frames are kind of aggressive. Kind of. Because of the fact that we want you guys to pretty much be moving for the 20 to 30 minutes of the prescription of the time frame that we're that we're writing. So we're not looking for these big long rest periods. And so some people can look at those pieces and be like, okay, well, I can fit that amount of bike and that amount of run within two and a half minutes but they're going at 90 to 100% effort, 100% effort. to complete that amount of prescribed work. And that's great, but can you repeat that for 10 plus more I was sets? Say, we have
1: 10 to 15 sets depending on Thursday. You know? Yes. Um, so I think that's that's probably, I think people will see, oh, 15 sets, this is impossible. Oh my God, this is going to be the hardest workout mm. ever. When in reality, if you pick the option or pick the color that, you can get done and have that 30 second, 15 second mm-hmm. breaking that would kind of catch your breath before you go back onto it. Yeah. Um, that's what we were kind of looking for, you know?
0: Well, it's kind of like, what's your perceived effort for that? Right. So like, so RP or rate perceived exertion is thinking like a scale of one to 10. So 10 being complete output, can't even say a word, frame. like frame one being like we are right now, completely fine, no distress whatsoever. You want to be a, starting out somewhere like a seven, right? So it's, a, it's something to where I can complete the amount of work in let's say two and a half minutes like today's workout is and at like a 70% effort rate and have about 20, 30 seconds worth of rest from the next set, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm completing the first set, I'm at like more like an eight or a nine, you're not going to sustain over the next 11, 10, 15 sets, whatever it may be. But if I can start the first set at around 70%, and be able to sustain that over, let's say, half the sets, and then once they get into like, the back half, maybe I'm, like more like an eight, that's more what we're looking to get out of the workout, right? But I think so many people look at those pieces thinking that the complexity is so low and that they can technically do it just within half. one round and go super hard and complete it, that that's the version they should do, right? But they're normally, let's say, maybe a purple athlete, and they're like, well, I can do running and rowing usually prescribed, so I should be able to do it in the black today because it's just running and rowing the frames for structure in a way that it's gonna be a little too outside your comfort zone to complete that within that time frame, right? Your, your outputs can to be too high to be able to repeat that over and over and over again. Unless we have like really long rest periods, it's not the point of Thursdays. And so make sure you're pulling back on these workouts to enough to where you start off at like a moderate pace and you can sustain that over those next 10, 12, 15 sets. It'd be different when we're doing like three or four sets, but the fact that we're that doing make that many sets yeah you have to pull back to where you can say, in the first few rounds you're like okay I'm breathing but it's not too bad
1: I would say you probably shouldn't feel like you're like really getting into it until like maybe like like if it's 10 sets maybe mm-hmm. like that you hit that 6th set that should yeah. be kind of like where that workout started hitting like
0: today you know the first 8 sets kind of all felt the same roughly like about 4 sets and you're like okay it's not too bad you're kind of getting a rhythm mm-hmm. like the first like 2 or 3 sets you're kind of like you're kind of getting everything open up your lungs you try find that up. speed you find out where you're comfortable yeah. with uh, then you kind of find a groove for about four or five sets and then there's really like the last like four sets you're kind of like, whew. this is kind of starting to get tough. Exactly. So now I'm like, kind of like, okay, now I'm starting to breathe a little bit heavy, but I can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel now. So it kind I'm of gives you sleep. like that little mm-hmm. bit of like motivation. To kind but of if I'm down. doing that like in round three of 12 sets. It's
1: going to be a long
0: day. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be able to For sure. Okay. So that's kind of your biggest takeaway for you guys coming in on these Thursday workouts in which... I think they're great workouts. I think a lot of times people are beat up by the end of Wednesday for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday's workout, and they feel like they really need to take a day off on Thursday, which is fine if you really feel like you need to take a day off. But in the process of taking the day off, they don't do anything at all. Mm-hmm. And I think Thursdays are a really great opportunity for you guys to come in here and break a sweat and get the blood moving around. If you treat it right, treat it right, and you treat it right, you don't go crazy hard on it, and you do just enough to get breathing and break a sweat and do a little stretching afterwards, it'll help you recover for the Friday workout. Sure. I think compared to not doing anything at all on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In my Especially if you're like super sore and maybe your
1: legs are pretty beat up that mm-hmm. day. Especially on a day like today, <sighs> flushing those legs out getting that lactic acid out of there. Um, so I definitely think they could be a great tool for people. But kind of like you said, I mean, if you really need that Thursday off, Yep. Take Thursday off, you know, because yep. apparently Thursday is National CrossFit takeoff day. It is a um, big off drop off. It, it, it is pretty big off day. Mondays
0: yeah. and Tuesdays, you can guarantee you're going to have a good amount of attendance. Wednesday, you might see like a slight, slight drop off. Of huge, slight dip off. And Thursday, just drops Thursdays, a,
1: I mean, you're, you're dropping the rock off the cliff at big that. Big
0: time. time. For sure. Okay. And then Fridays kind of pick back up. Though. Yeah. And so uh, so hopefully that kind of clears uh, things up when it comes to your, your Thursday workouts for you guys coming and do those. Um, and so well, we got some, some new exciting stuff to kind of talk about today. Uh, so we have the CrossFit Open coming up here in about, by the time this podcast comes out, about, about, about four month. weeks, yeah. about four weeks or so. And so we're doing something different this year, but before we kind of go into it, for you guys that are kind of a little bit more OG CrossFitters, you know exactly what we're talking about, but for you guys that are a little bit more newer to the scene, probably in the past two years or so, you might not be as clear as to what the CrossFit Open is, so I'm going to let Kale break that down. Kind of break the
1: Open down. Okay, so kind of how the open used to be is it used to be like a five week process. Um, and you would have one workout every week come out on Thursday. Um, you have till Monday to pretty much do that workout, and then you pretty much have like a big old leaderboard. Um, and then after the five weeks, you kind of see kind of see where you panned out. Uh, now, thank the Lord, it has mm-hmm. gone down to three weeks. Thank God. Uh, thank the five the weeks, open. the last two weeks uh, dragged. Ass. Dude, the last two weeks of the open was always like just so miserable. It's just um, the especially first, if you're
0: doing the workout. Yeah, the first two weeks are are fun. Are fun. And right, the hype's there. The Everybody's week, there. You kind of started feeling like people were starting to get a little tired of it. And by the fourth and fifth week, you was like, dude, just please end this stuff now. Yes. Um, so I think three weeks is
1: definitely like a perfect time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like that time frame where. You can still get like pretty hyped up about it every weekend, day in and day out, um, but it's not like overly, overly crazy. Uh, but definitely, it is, a, it is a super fun time. Um, it's definitely a time where you kind of get the community involved, everybody kind of gets together, uh, kind of like those OG Thursday nights, you remember those. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think it's a good thing. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. I, if you haven't done it, especially for all those new people, it's definitely fun to do. Um, so I think that's kind of like where I stand on the open. Uh, It's a pretty fun time, especially if you haven't done it. If you have done it, you know what to kind of expect. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, But yeah, man. Okay. So in years past, we've done what's called the intramural open. Mm -hmm. So originally it was just, you know, everybody would do the open workout and and input their scores across the headquarters, and it would rank you, you know, worldwide. gym wide. And even back in the day, there was just one version, right? So it had pull-ups right from the go. You were going to just, uh, let's say it's a 15 minute AMRAP to Start off with pull ups. You would just sit there for 15 minutes trying to do a pull. I would. Li- that was so miserable. That'd that be so miserable. Or, or like you right. had like double unders, which that was a couple of workouts where start off with double unders, and you couldn't do double unders. You just sat there for 10 minutes trying to do double. Trying unders. to do one double under. Right. And so, what year they started introducing the scale version? Like 2017. I want to say
1: 2017, 2016. Some, somewhere I don't that same somehow brain, there. I don't know they exactly. introduced
0: a scaling version of the open mm-hmm. workout. Uh, which, which also allowed people scale at that time too. Yeah, which allowed people who couldn't do the higher complex movements to actually do the workouts fully all the way through for the full time mm-hmm. frame. And then I'll say 20 when we did the first Imra from 2017, 2018? I'll say 2017. 2017. Because that's when we did like uh yeah, 2017. Okay, okay. so we did our first Imreal open back in 2017. So basically what we did was everybody who signed up for the open, which we'd have over hundred plus people who would do it every year. Mm-hmm. Is we basically separate the the gym into four teams. Four teams. And have a designated team captain. Like the first year was Cindy Reed. We did a, what John was that year? John Drogettis. John Gergettis. Mike Landowski And was it Ron was Rhonda? Yeah, Rhonda. Rhonda yeah. Rhonda Ori was our team captains that first year. So we had two guys, two girls. Mm-hmm. We quickly found out the girls did a lot better job of they did a lot better job. Organizing <laughs> their teams and the guys did. Uh, and so Based off participation and how well, you know, people on your team did in the workout, you got points, and then at the end, you had to be real team champion, right? And that was fun for a few years, and these past, you know, I think maybe two years, we haven't really participated all that much in it. In the Open. In the Open as much. So, we're doing 20? 2020 was COVID that was COVID year, here, so I don't think we did COVID year. We didn't really but that go was last weird because
1: year. Year, remember they did it in like October that year, right? Yeah, they had moved the open. Yeah, like, they had moved the, the open they in had October. Five people at the games. I want to say. Yeah, they had moved
0: the open into October there mm-hmm. for a couple of years, which I hated. I didn't enjoy that. And then, then they moved it back to February. Mm-hmm. We didn't really participate in it last year. No, we did um, last year. We last year, like, I think when we did some of the workouts. Did like one or two. Yeah, we, we didn't kind of do all of our Yeah, for it, but, but this year we thought you know, maybe we could try to do something to where, you know, it'll motivate you guys to participate, but we also, but it's also kind of bring the team aspect into it. Right. And the intermural open was fun, but we want to kind of change things up because people were kind of getting maybe a little bit burned out in the intermural style as well is this year, our idea is to do a partner style open. Okay. But not necessarily... Quite like a partner workout because we do understand the logistics. Sometimes it's really hard for three weeks to get together you with your partner and another partner who work nine to fives and have kids to schedule up to come at the gym at the same time for three weeks straight on a Friday. So, how we'll do it this year is on Thursday, CrossFit headquarters will come out with a workout. On Friday, as a gym, we'll participate in it. So, let's say me and Kel are going to be a team. We're both going to do the workout individually. And then our team total of the combined workout will be how we'll rank against other teams in our division, right? So let's say me and Cal for the ARCS division, let's say we both do the workout in eight minutes. Our total time as a team is 16 minutes and we'll see how we rank against all the other teams. So right. So, so now your individual score counts towards your team score. We'll do that for three weeks. And then on a fourth week, we will hold an in-person box competition here at the gym, but actually team-oriented workouts. So technically, you and your partner don't necessarily have to be in the gym at the same time Till the fourth week of the Open, which we'll hold here on a Saturday at the gym. And we'll do two workouts that Saturday. So technically, we'll have five sport events, two which will be from that Saturday, and the previous three from those we'll lead Friday, up into that. Yeah, leading into that fourth and fifth week, or fourth and fifth workout. Um, so you'll have the first three open workouts as individual workouts, but then a combined team totals, and then the fourth and fifth workout will be on that Saturday, actually team-oriented workouts where you have to work together, you know, to complete an X amount of, you know, work in that workout, whatever it may be, okay? So what we'll have is three divisions. We'll have an RX division, we'll have an intermediate division, and we'll have a scale division, mm-hmm. right? And so pretty easy I'm sure you guys can kind of figure out which you might fall into so if we normally do 90 percent plus of these workouts are like our box workouts at brown or black that would probably be your rx division mm-hmm. people right so you Definitely should go do like, to be like things like hands and push-ups uh bar muscle-ups things of that nature those are more complex movements yeah things on have your side of the barbell as, mm-hmm. as well um people who are more intermediate, like blue purple people blue, purple guys. Who, girls, you, you really have pretty good work capacity, been across it for a little while now. They can do moderate weights, but patterns. maybe like some of the more complex ones like bar muscle ups or ring muscle ups or hands handstand push ups, things like that. But can do like some 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 push ups, and pull ups, things of that nature. it's not really high volume. And then we'll have the scale uh division as well. So those people more like in the, the and yellow and orange area. Yeah, orange yellow, mm-hmm. <laughs> yellow division who maybe don't quite have the body weight movements down yet and you're still kind of learning the movements and things and whatnot and so we'll have those three different divisions that you'll obviously be paired up with any team that you're comparing like working against during the Open right and so we'll have male-male teams and then female-female teams okay gotcha uh, it'll be $40 registered for the event um, so $20 per person um, for the the four weeks of the Open that we're going to do this year okay now, one question that we have thought that maybe some people might be asking is because we have no idea what the open workouts are. We have literally every no, we year find out
1: on Thursdays, <laughs> yes, just, just like everybody
0: people. else. <laughs> so people are gonna like look at me that I know the workout. Like CrossFit or sends me an email, an email say, "Hey, this is gonna be the workout. Don't <laughs> program so so so." Exactly. So we, I have no idea what the open workouts are gonna be. But one question that you guys might have is let's say maybe the open workout comes out on Thursday and you've registered for the intermediate division, okay, which is people who normally do blue and purple. But let's say maybe the workout has bar muscle ups and you really, really want to do the workout that has bar muscle ups in it, and that's the RX version of it. You're not going to get any more points for doing the workout RX. You need to do the workout in the intermediate division of the open workout from week to week, mm-hmm. okay? So we're not going to do, if some of you guys are from more than the old school. Yeah, you can't mix and match different workouts. Like some workouts will do RX, some workouts will do scale, some workouts will do intermediate. For those three weeks when those workouts come out, you have to do the intermediate version of the workout or the RX version of the workout or the scale version of the workout. Or if I start signing for the RX workout and I'm like, okay, well, the weight's too heavy, then you have to do the RX version. RX version you're more than welcome workout. to do the workout twice and do the workout the first time the RX get a score and then and you do be a better workout better workout. That's fine. I don't care. But your RX score is what's going to go towards your team.
1: Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, that way nobody's like, you, you don't have like one person that maybe's not as good and then you have like somebody that's maybe a brown athlete, you know, yeah. doing scale workouts, yep. you know. Uh, that way it makes it kind of fair across the field. Um, that way everybody can have a good time and enjoy that. Yeah.
0: You know? And so, just so everybody's clear as well, on Friday, so the workouts come out on Thursday nights. we we'll usually have on what, like 6, 7 o'clock? like 6, 7 o'clock. CrossFit yeah. 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 course will come out with a workout Thursday. Like I said, um, Thursday nights around 6 or 7. From there we'll do the workout on Fridays, but you'll have a judge for you on Fridays. Mm -hmm. So the way we'll use the structure, and also just be aware that these workouts are subject to change based off how I feel the workout's programmed. If the workout has barbell overhead walking lunges, and we've only run pizza of four people, I'm not doing that. I'm going to adjust the workout if needed to be, that way we can get the workout in for majority of people and run it like a class free, right? I'm not going to do it to where... You know, only two or three people can go at a time, and you have to run around for two hours to eat your workout. Yeah, I mean, um, if
1: they got, like, barbell overhead lunches, like they do some years, like, yeah. then you could run two people, you know? Yeah, so
0: we're not going to be doing it. So, the, the workouts are always subject to change, just be aware of that. So, don't be so um, bent on doing the open workout exactly what it's written, because it could, it is subject to change depending on what comes out. Uh, I lost also train of thought, I was
1: talking about before that. <laughs> so, we're pretty much talking about um, how to get people pretty much from going from,
0: uh, you got me lost now, man. So anyways, <laughs> so workouts are something to change depending on what the workout comes out, like I said, but you will have a judge, that's where it was. Yes, judge, judges. So let's say for instance, we're gonna come at 45 in the morning to our workout. So, you know, you grab a partner, partner A does the workout, say the sword in AM wrap of X, Y, and Z. You'll have a judge to sit there. And the main point is just to keep everybody accountable with a rep count, <laughs> right? Because you know, if you get tired, you're not sure where you the worst thing you can have is you get into the workout and you're like, I have no idea what rep like I'm double going. unders or something. Right, whatever it may be. And so it's just to have a judge there to help keep track of your rounds, keep track of your reps into a degree to make sure you're doing the movement standards the way you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be like extremely strict on you and, and make sure, you know, you have to have your ass down to your ankles for every single squat. You know, as long as you're keeping the same movement pattern across the board, you'll start starting off doing your squats below parallel. And then by the end of it, you're looking you're gonna you're gonna push more Yeah, um, Just making sure there's someone holding a standard to keep your rep count available. And then once you get done with your workout, then we'll give about five to 10 minute window for partner B to warm up. And then from there, partner B will then do the workout and their partner A will then judge them. And then from there, we'll, we'll kind of iron on all these details later on the road, but you put your score in the sugar wad uh, with you and your teammates. And then we'll calculate a leaderboard the following week, mm-hmm. okay? Now, if for some reason you can't make it on one of those Fridays, you have until Monday... To get that workout in, mm-hmm. okay. You just need somebody to help judge you. You don't, you guys are comfortable with some of this old school stuff. You don't have to do like the judges' course in across a quarters. You just need somebody there to help. Just watch you there, somebody to keep kind of honest, exactly. So, for some reason, some pops up you're out of town, or you get sick, that you can't come on that Friday to do that workout. Then you have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday to get ready that that up. You the know, leaderboard will then close Monday night, and you'll have well, calculate the leaderboard by Tuesday. Afternoon, you guys, to see y'all see where you're ranking in your division with you your teammate. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And people will also remember this week, Sundays are a good
1: day for y'all to kind of make that up, also. Yeah, right. we have Open Gym, from Open three Gym, to four, Three to Four. So if y'all do need to make that up, Sunday's a great day for y'all to come over at Three to Four. We can kind of get that rock and roll. And normally there's a good bit of people too, so you probably won't have to worry about a judge. <laughs> um, so I think that's definitely a good day if you do miss on that Friday or maybe you can't make it Saturday. Sunday's a great day for y'all to
0: come and make that up. Yeah, and it's always a fun event every single year. I think the fact that's only you know, three weeks of the actual open, and then the fourth would be fun just because it's actually here. At it's the, kind of like the person. community involved. It's really a community involvement, right? And and being and having a good time with it, not not taking it too seriously, but it does get you outside your comfort zone a little mm-hmm. bit. When you have you know, intuitively, when something's on the line, it now kind of matters. A little matters bit more. You. you push a little bit more, and maybe you find this extra gear that you didn't know you had, or you know, how many times in the open have you seen somebody? PR, a bar do something or a barbell, or get the first pull up, or get the first bar of, muscle. Up. A lot a of, of times, right? and so it's something that we highly encourage you guys to do, just because of the fact that you know it helps, you know, put you on the line, makes it matter a little bit more. And when that starts to happen, you know, you kind of really find out what you made up to. I about say so you can
1: really see like what you actually are capable of doing. You yeah. know, um, especially even just like you wouldn't think that judge would mean that much, but like having that judge, mm-hmm. that it almost pushes you a little bit to kind of like. Because you don't want to kind of disappoint that judge, you know? Yeah. So you're kind of like going a little bit harder than you normally would. So mm-hmm. I definitely think cool things happen during the Open. That is one awesome thing about the Open, yep. I will say.
0: And so this podcast should be coming out on Tuesday. will be the first official full announcement. We'll start pushing that out in class as well. Talk to you guys a little bit more about it. And so registration will finally open up that Wednesday. So you we have a roughly about a three and a half, four-week registration period. And registration will close at the end of... Monday leading up to that the Monday after the first open workout technically so let's say you know the last second side will sign up you find a partner also who has not registered as well you guys have until basically the Monday after the workout the first open workout to do that Um, I believe I'm trying to I wrote it down somewhere I'm trying to remember the first open workout will be announced I wrote down the dates like mid-February normally somewhere I wrote this stuff down a couple days ago I don't know if I have it here or on this notepad. That way, you guys, like I said, we'll put it out on Facebook for you guys. That way you have a little more details about this. Um, But I believe, yeah, the first actual open workout will be announced on February 24th, 24th. So technically, we'll do the first open workout on February 25th. Okay. And that means you'd have till February 28th to, to get, get that baby. To baby. finally be fully registered as a team. Okay. Okay. And we're going to register
1: through what? kind of like we do the t-shirts. Like exactly. doc. It'll be just
0: like the the, uh, the Google Doc. Um, you guys will go in there and just one person needs to register their teammate. Super so, easy. So yeah, super easy. So if have one partner go in there, they'll put their name, their partner's name, uh, what their team name is going to be, what division they're going to sign up for, uh, and then get their emails and things like that. That way when we get further into the fourth week. We actually do an in-person competition. We can start the email out. Cheats, cheats like key times and things like that time be there. yeah exactly so that'll be more of like an inbox competition for you guys um, so for some of you guys that have done competitions before in the past it'd be kind of a fun way to do that here locally if you haven't
1: I think this is a pretty, kind of a good time for you to kind of get introduced to the CrossFit kind of
0: like kind of world almost a little bit to um, agree, right so it's been a few years since anybody who signed up in the past two years probably hasn't really got the full lick of that stuff mm-hmm. um, so it's always fun and um, a great community building event and, you it's know, fun to see
1: everybody kind of get behind everyone it's Yeah, a cool thing
0: and so we'll do we'll do these the, the plan is to do these every spring We'll and see how this year goes right and, and see how people like it and if you guys don't like it and honestly oh, mistakes are only really made what not and we can try to improve it for next year or if you guys are like ah this wasn't as fun as the earmill open we'll go back to earmill something I it's really you know what you guys find that you like the best and what's the most fun for you guys right so you know ideally in the spring we'll do something of this type of variation right where we'll do something like with the opener, and then we have some other plans in the fall for you guys mm-hmm. that we talked about. Me and Kyle talked about some, some, some teams of four stuff, <laughs> uh, but that's obviously way down the road. We won't talk about it how, probably that like September, October time. October time so Um, to where we do something like that. And then we also have our two planned fun events where it comes to like the pool party The, pool the party, summer, and then Christmas we have our Christmas party, party during, during the winter time and whatnot. So that way, you guys have a bigger general idea of you know what to expect throughout the year. You know, got some as fun as stuff, stuff for y'all coming. As in. Got some stuff. fun stuff for sure. Okay, so hopefully that breaks it down. Hopefully we didn't miss out on too many details. I think we covered pretty good right there. That I can think about. And uh, but like you said, guys are going to post it all. We'll post all the details on Facebook and kind of let y'all know. So yep, y'all shouldn't have to worry too too much about that. Yep. If you guys got any questions after you listen to this, don't be afraid to reach out to it or post in the comments on Facebook or reach out to a coach and ask any questions. And uh, registration should be opening up that Wednesday uh, or next Wednesday. So that would be. Let me double check my calendar here. That would be Wednesday the 19th. So you'd have roughly about, you know, roughly four weeks-ish to sign up for the, for the possible roster. you got a whole month. Y'all can do it. All <laughs> right. So uh, peace out, guys. We'll see you guys next week uh, for podcast number six. Peace, love, and possible.